Welcome to episode eight of Discover the Leader Within, a Reaching Higher podcast. This is Troy Weidman along with my friend and the founder of Reaching Higher, Susie Dahlman. We want to thank the Michigan Institute of Athletics and Reaching Higher mentor, James Gray, for making this podcast possible. Excited about today's episode as we get to talk with Emmy Award-winning journalist Orlando Bailey, who credits taking Reaching Higher as a sixth grader in Detroit as a key component to his success today. And wait for it, Orlando will be our MC at our 25-year anniversary gala in Detroit in November. We sure hope you can join us for that. But now, let's listen in to Orlando's inspiring story of reaching higher in his life. Well, Susie, what a treat we have today. I know, lucky us. Yes, so <laughs> we uh, get a chance to talk to Orlando Bailey. And let me introduce uh, Orlando to everyone. Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> passionate about shifting the narrative of black cities and neighborhoods passionate man and here are the roles an emmy award-winning journalist director of engagement for bridge detroit co-host of the podcast authentically detroit uh host of the urban consulate and rmc for our reaching higher 25th anniversary gala and your reaching higher graduate thanks for being here my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you guys. It's a blessing, isn't it? I'm <laughs> it so is. excited to have you here, Orlando. So much fun. So that list of roles, that's a diverse list of roles. It speaks to me volumes about you as a leader. So how do you do it all? I don't know. <laughs> that, you know, uh, someone was just saying to me the other day, it was like, Orlando, I feel like I see you everywhere, and I'm like, it's an illusion. But, you know, when I really when I really sit down and think about it, it really isn't. I'm really just sort of all over the place to the point where I sort of just have to choose myself on some weekends and choose my house so that I can clean it and so that I can rest <laughs> sure, and recharge. Sure. But, you know, the need is great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the need seems to be um, everlasting. And so for me... Uh, because I love Detroit so much, you know, I, I spend a lot of myself, right. Uh, giving of myself, giving of my time, my expertise, uh, and my platform to ensure that residents are seeing, heard and understood. Right. I Mm -hmm. think, um, in all of these roles, there are, that's the through line, right. Uh, lending that platform so that residents, so that people, especially black folks, have agency to express their power and expertise. And the list that you have isn't even exhaustive, right? <laughs> like I, 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 in another life, I don't know how I do this, I chair the board of a credit union in the city of Detroit, One Detroit wow. Credit Union. We have an asset size of about $55 million, right? And we're serving uh, Detroit's underbanked and underserved, right? There's yeah. the mission there. You know what I mean? And so yeah. uh, I am super blessed and privileged to be able to do all of the work that I do in accordance to, you know, the mission that I've set out uh, yeah. for myself. That's so neat. And to that list, while maybe not current, you served 10 years on the Reaching Higher board A also. whole decade <laughs> on the board. So this feels like homecoming. I'm coming home, right? You know, yeah. Reaching Higher... Um, you know, just outside of the church uh, that I grew up in was one of the, you know, programs and places that put me up front to put a microphone in my hand and said, talk. (laughs) And so this is, uh, this is homecoming for me. I'm really excited. I did serve a a decade on the board, loved every minute of it. 
um, and knew in 2019 that it was time for me to sort of just transition and let some things go so that I can make room for some new blessings and um, new pathways. And it's been it's been amazing. So take a moment just to reflect a little bit and think about a leadership attribute or something you're passionate about, skill. What is what do you cling to that allows you to do all of this? Mm -hmm. Well, there there are a few things that I cling to. My faith is one of them. Right. Yeah. Um, My faith has been uh, the guiding light and grounding force, the the bedrock of who I am and how I show up in community, right? Yeah. I think the other leadership um, uh, imperative is to, you know, show up understanding that you don't know it all and that leaders build other leaders yeah. and learn from other leaders. Um, and and the last one is confidence, mm. right? Yeah. Mm. And I, I attribute a lot of that to, to you know, to reaching higher um, walking in room 101 at Remus Robinson Middle School, the year 2000, and the instructors and mentors said that I was a miracle mm. and and complimented me and told me how great I was until I believed it. And all these years later, I still believe it. I still believe it. And I show up with that same radical love, yeah. right, that, I, that was shown to me all of those years ago. You know, in Detroit, we hold space for some pretty contentious topics, some really palpable topics that mm-hmm. don't always feel good, right? We unearth uh, some trauma so that we can get to healing a lot of the times. But I think the sweet spot on, you know, how I show up and how I lead, even when it's tough, I still lead with that radical joy mm-hmm. and that radical love. It's a blessing. Oh, that's that's profound. I, th- I think how many people would put being humble and being confident together. And uh, I think that's a great mix, and I see that in you too. Yeah, you can't call yourself humble and be humble. It's like, oh, I'm humble. It's like, (laughs) 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 well, are you? (laughs) Are you? But, you know, showing up and being accessible and making people feel good um, is a thing that I love to do. The human imperative is really three things to feel seen, heard, and understood. There you go. And I believe that I possess a divine ability to be able to show up in that way so that people can feel seen because we all need that can feel heard and understood. 7 billion people in the world. People want witnesses to their life. Yeah. Profound. Mm -hmm. Profound. Wow. So I, I got this smile on my face, and it, you know, I, I just hey, can't believe that you're <laughs> sitting in front of me now, yeah. all grown up. So all grown up. Let's go back in time. Sure. And um, so, you were in sixth grade mm-hmm. when you took the class, and you walked into Remus Robinson, and um, you know, sitting across from me is like, oh my gosh, look at this amazing, confident person that's making such a, a, a mark in our world. So, Orlando, yeah. let's go back in time. And um, what was it that kept you coming back to reaching higher all these years? Because I remember I remember in that class, I knelt down next to you when you were in a small group. And I didn't even say anything, but you looked at me and you recited a Bible verse to me. Oh, yeah. My so faith your faith has, has carried been... you for, ever since it was, it was the foundation yeah. of what, always. you know, the leadership that, you, that you're attributing to now. Mm-hmm. But let's go back and... 
what kept you coming back to reaching higher <laughs> all these years? The power of hope skills to cope. <laughs> I, there it I, is. I don't I don't know if that's still the tagline for uh, the program, but you know, for me, you know, as a youngster, um, I was a very serious child. My mom would tell mm. you, um, I was I was the middle child. And I was all the responsible one. And so my mom leaned on me a lot, right? My That's parents right. leaned on me a lot to be able to show up and, you know, help run the household. And I also had very high standards for myself. I, you know, I wanted to show up perfect. I wanted my work to be perfect. Yeah. And for a kid to, you know, be that high strung, it produced a great deal of anxiety for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had, you know, triggers and, you know, felt overwhelmed at times, but didn't, have the vocabulary to be able to express what that was that I was feeling, right? I experienced some trauma, you know, coming up as well. Um, And also uh, being absent of feeling, you know, super affirmed by adults in my life, Mm -hmm. right? You know, not being brushed off. I know my family loved me and I know the adults in my life loved me but they had responsibilities they had to feed us they had to go to work they had they were busy right my mom was busy my dad was busy my aunt and grandmother they all worked and so little me over here just like (laughs) hey i'm drowning they're like boy you you got a job you know what i'm saying you you paying bills you all right (laughs) and so what reaching higher did uh for me was they saw me and for a kid that's key like me that was what I needed. I needed that adult affirmation. I needed that sight from grown-ups to say, hey, what you're going through and what you are experiencing is important too, Yeah. right? And what we're going to do here is we're going to help you face and you know figure out those kinds of feelings to show up mm-hmm. to the world, your best, unique, miracle self. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and it kind of goes back to in my mind, what the course does is this might be the first time as a young person that you experience an adult being humble. In other words, when I teach instructors or when I, when I have mentors, I say, just take the class with them and lead through vulnerability, share the stressors in your life, share all those things in your life. And that's when the magic seems to happen. Oh, yeah. It's oh, magical. Yeah. And these are people who left an indelible footprint on my life. There are names that I would never forget. Carolyn Gibson. Mm. Oh, wow. Susie Dahlman. Cindy Stonick. I mean, these mm-hmm. are these are people um, that I, I will never forget. Yeah. And um, mm. I, I owe so much. Uh, I'm happy to come home to Region Higher and MC. This is so, this is such a privilege. Well, we're so happy to have you and you know, before we got online here, you got a chance to watch a video oh, of gosh. yourself back when you were at Eastern Michigan University talking about when you took this <laughs> class as a sixth grader. And I'm going to quote from that video. Sure. Uh, Reaching higher gave me the skills to love myself and understand the situation I am in the present time will not determine my outcome. Mm-hmm. So I hear resolve in that and you said this as a college student i now go back to that list of roles that i reflected and share how reaching higher helped give you that resolve and live that principle out today trouble don't last always right um yeah i think that 
the harsh, the sometimes harsh realities of the present can cloud your judgment and vision to be able to see down, even just as far as down the street, yeah. right? Um, reaching higher was that sunny day that cleared the clouds so that I can see down the street. It's like, mm. okay, you're you're in the situation right now. Yeah, you're riddled with anxiety, and you know, you you, you have to. We have to figure that out, and we're going to figure that out. Yeah. But oh, what you're going to be, and what you're going to become. Is so awesome. You don't even understand. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that kind of affirmation to know that, oh man, you know, these are grownups telling me this and, you know, so far and, and they're much older than I, and they've survived every harsh reality that they've been through and every bad day they've survived. Right. I can survive too. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the process, giving myself grace, because when you are a perfectionist, like I am, um, you can be so hard on yourself, yeah, right? And so giving myself grace and giving myself love, loving myself, right, through yeah. that was of the utmost importance because I can't love anybody, right? Yeah. Until I can't you love, love yourself. Until I love myself. That's right. I can't, That's be, right. I can't truly be happy for anyone unless I am truly in love with myself, right, and confident in myself. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. that. I love that. I love to tell people if you're going to be your biggest critic, you need to be also be your biggest fan. Ooh, well yeah, said, I, Troy. Yeah, well said. I'm working on it. <laughs> I think you're doing really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Let me. It's so crazy because let me tell you how I am for real. Like you give me an assignment, I'm never finished with it. Right? I am never done with it. If I give it to you, it's because I just had to turn it in. I'm not done with it. It's just, it's due. And I'm like, whatever, I got to let it go. Yeah. And I'm like, always like with bated breath, I wonder what's going to happen. And folks are like, what are you, what are you fretting for? This is fine. Like, this is actually really great. You did your best. I did my best. Mm -hmm. And so I got, you know, I'm learning, even if I don't feel like it's finished to just let it go. Like. I, it's a par, it's probably my Virgo. I don't know what it is. It's probably that middle <laughs> child syndrome. But yeah, <laughs> your sense of excellence also. Yes, yes. Um, I I want to do things with the spirit of excellence. Absolutely, everything yeah. attached to me, I want it excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, t- Orlando. Yeah. So you mentioned that you know you had anxiety as a child. And, you know, you, you think about the world now, especially after COVID, how much anxiety there is in the world and how much, you know, it's needed for people to be seen and heard and know that they matter. So what advice would you give others that are starting their journey? What advice would you give them to help them to thrive forward like you have? First, breathe through it, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> breathe through Love it. it. Yeah. Breathe through through it, right? This is something that um, had been, you know, a journey for me for years, even into adulthood that I've been, you know, able to conquer, um, but also contend with it sometimes. COVID really tested whether or not I was truly, truly the master of my my consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And my mental, right? 
Um, and there were some battles fought during COVID, right? There were a lot of battles, a lot of fought. battles fought. There were times sure where I couldn't get out of the car, you know, driving to the grocery store and I was riddled and stuck and couldn't and, and couldn't move. Hmm. I mean, you know, this is a this is an ongoing battle. I think um once again my first piece of advice is to breathe through it. My second piece of advice is seek help y'all mm. i think for ask way for too yeah ask for help i think for way too long especially uh in the black community um and you know we we're socially conservative a lot and on a lot of things therapy being a taboo subject right mm. uh, therapy being um, a subject that we don't even bring up and discuss because we don't want uh to be perceived as the the quote unquote crazy people, right? You know, crazy folks go to therapy. Or weak. I had to or weak. I had to realize that even though I struggle with anxiety, there is nothing wrong with me. There is nothing wrong with me. There is nothing crazy about me. I am going to therapy. Yes, I am black. I am a black man and I'm going to therapy and I'm and I'm really trying to normalize this conversation, especially That's among good. black folk, right? Because mm-hmm. it still is taboo in so many areas. And it has shifted and changed the way that I show up in space. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. uh, gave gave me the tools, right, similar Mm -hmm. to this program as an adult on how to navigate this terrain of anxiety um, and panic, but also helped me to realize that the answers that I was seeking, right, were already within me. Yes. Orlando, so my, wise. My therapist hasn't. Yes. My therapist didn't give me any answers, right? She helped me frame the right questions to ask to, to ask myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, right? Um, and so seek help because I understand um, all too off, all too well. You know what that feels like, what that means. And I, I was saying before we start press press record on the show, I can't imagine being a young person growing up now. Mm. I know In the, the age of so social much media, different. the world is different. Um, you know, it is. I can't imagine what that is. I, my heart goes out. Yeah, yeah. That's why they need us more than ever, right? Yeah. You know, they say ask for help not because you're weak but because you want to remain strong. Yeah. And so I'm so proud of you. Sometimes we're too proud to ask for the help that we really need. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and look where you are today. Yeah. Yeah. So amazingly proud of you, Orlando. And I love how you said that. And I don't like the word tagline. I like the word passion line. Yeah. And what it is now is discover the leader within. Yeah. That's a and, tagline. And, and it's just because exactly what you said, because the answer is in here. Yeah, we and, have it. And, and, and that's about what reaching higher does. It coaches you through that to go through that reflection. And that answer can be a little bit different for everyone, too. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just privileged to hear you guys catch up. And you guys have had a relationship for, for 20 years. years. <laughs> for over a little tw- over, t- over 20, 20 years. years. <laughs> so That makes me really old. <laughs> why was it important? to you to maintain that relationship with Susie? I mean, you you go you always go back to where love is. You always go back to where you are fed. Right? Aww, a, a stray cat, right, will roam the neighborhood all day. Mm-hmm. But that stray cat is coming back to that house that feeds him. I'm not calling myself a stray cat, but what I'm saying is uh, where you feel fed, where you feel seen, heard, and loved, you go back to. Right. Um, and and Susie Dahlman is one of God's best. She, Susie Dahlman yes. 
is the best of us, right? Um, And I love having the honor and privilege to be a recipient of her grace, of her aura, of her presence. And so it was, that was important to me, but I also felt called for as long as I did to give back in any way that I could to the program Mm -hmm. that I loved and cherished so much. And so I mentored, I served on the board. I never taught because I was climbing in my career. I didn't have Mm -hmm. time to figure that out, but, um, I, you know, I always said that I'm forever indebted, you know, to reaching higher. And I I kept that. I held that close for so long, so many years. It's interesting you say that because we went through, during the COVID, we went through strategic planning and set our core values. And one of the four core values that we have is affirmation. And it's really because Susie is our cornerstone Mm -hmm. and is all about affirming others. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. It's powerful. Yeah. It's yeah. really powerful. Thanks for those kind words, Orlando. You know, I don't think there's anything more powerful in the world than love. You know, and, you know, in the world today, we need more love, right? Yes. And that's why, you know, I remember back in the days when you became a mentor, when you were working with me in all the classes, and when you mentored many other children with that love. And, you know, I think probably to this day, they're still carrying that love up. Out so. that you gave to them yeah and so you know i see your bright eyes and your big smile and you are now the light carrying mm. it forth and the love that you're carrying forth in this world i couldn't be prouder thank you so tell me now what is your dream yeah. you know here you are at 33 years old young 33 <laughs> years old young <laughs> you might think it's old but it's very young you have very the rest young. of your uh, life I ahead of you <laughs> no i don't feel old at all and orlando you got a list of all these accolades that you know i mean unbelievable yeah and so what because i know how much you want to make a difference what's your aspiration what's your goal what's your dream you're looking down the road let's say 10 20 years from now my 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 dream um is to exhaust Every gift, mm. every proclivity, every talent that I have. Wow. I want to do it all. Right? Yeah. I want to do it all. My dream is to go to my grave empty, having fulfilled whatever mission that I've set out to do. Right? Um, in the interim, my dream... Um, really is number one to amplify a narrative about Detroit Mm. about black people in Detroit that have been marginalized and squeezed out for so long Mm. starting with abundance not a deficit yes all too often we talk about marginalized communities from a deficit based place Mm. And I'm starting from abundance. I love that. I'm starting from love. Mm -hmm. And to be able to put on record folks that have been locked out of the record, the public record, for so long, Mm. or have been an adversary of the public record for so long, to tell tell those stories. My dream um, is for Detroit to remain Big Mama, in all of the world, right? 
Um, my friend Simone Lightfoot says, if, go, if Detroit goes, so goes the rest of the United States, so goes the world. I've traveled all over this world of ours, and remnants of Detroit are everywhere. I've been in mm. Slovakia and heard Aretha Franklin <laughs> come on the radio. You were in Slovakia? I was in Slovakia. I, I, let me tell you, I went to Bratislava, Slovakia. And during the time I was there, there was a jazz festival going on in Bratislava, Slovakia. And there was this group staying at our hotel. And one of the band members and I went to high school together. No. How wow. in the world? <laughs> Go wow. figure. How would that happen? Detroit is everywhere. And so mm-hmm. I want my dream is for Detroit to be a city that I continue to recognize mm-hmm. and love. Right. Um, another dream of mine is to figure out to how to incorporate rest enjoy in everything that we do Mm. Uh, a wise black woman said that um schedule your joy because misery will schedule itself oh i love that wow good quote from my pocketbook (laughs) schedule (laughs) your joy (laughs) because misery misery. will schedule itself and you know what gives me joy rest (laughs) doing nothing just being and being able to be in space and be able Mm. to being able to be um in nature right now life is a little hectic it's a little crazy one thing after the other i'm tremendously blessed uh but you know sometimes when it gets this crazy i dream about rest susie (laughs) hey rest is so you can give your best yes rest and best you know and it's important you know i i learned that too because i'm German, like Tori is here, you know, and I'm always like pushing, pushing, pushing. And the truth is, you know, you want to leave this planet doing all that you can and spreading all the good Mm. and all the love that you can. And so I support you in resting. While not betraying yourself. That's right. Do all that you can. Love on people. Don't betray yourself. Don't betray your body. No, because health is wealth. Yeah. It's an occupational hazard for people like us who want to spread so much love in the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the one thing that grounds me, I like to tell myself, you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. So if you don't love yeah, yourself, Troy. and you said that before, how can you give that? How can you give love to anyone else? Yeah. You've got to fill your cup in order for someone else's to be filled. That's too. so, so true. I said this on my podcast last night. They asked me how my weekend went, and I said, this weekend I chose myself. There, Ooh, were, there were a couple of events, a few events actually, that I was supposed to show up at that I decided not to go to um, <laughs> in order to just clean my house. Yeah. Right? Um, and and make it smell good and light a candle. Yeah, there and, you go. And, and go to the grocery store and fill my cupboard. And I woke up the next day, Sunday and Monday, with so much joy. It's like, oh, my space is <laughs> clean. You know what I mean? That means a lot. Choose yourself. I know. You know, order, they say order is the first law of the universe. I'm the same way. If I don't walk out of my house with everything in order, then my life isn't in order as I walk forward. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of you. Thank you. There you go, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So you just walked through all of this. You just shared about saying no and the power of saying no. And you said yes to being an MC. I did. For us at Reaching Higher. Why? Oh, (laughs) because that's easy. I'm coming home. Um, I'm literally reaching higher has been a source of home. It has been a source of joy, love. And, you know, one of the things that I realized just this year, um, 
And it was an emotional realization. I think I was in a counseling session during this realization is that I, number one, I know that I'm gifted to make people feel seen, heard and understood. But for so long, what was indoctrinated in me is that you do for others and not expect anything in return. Mm. And I had to unlearn that because what I realized is that that gift that I give to the world, I need it back. Yes. I need that back. And so um, reaching higher has always made me feel seen, heard, and understood. And so when they asked me uh, to come back and be an MC, I am returning that gift. Mm. I want to reach it higher by, you know, uh, the program wasn't even five years old when I took it, yeah. right? I want reaching higher, the program 20-some-odd years later, to feel seen. I want it to be heard, and I want it to be understood. And as, you know, I, I got a couple of war of awards that say that I'm a pretty good communicator. I think I can help communicate that. <laughs> Thank you for paying it forward. Thank you for doing that. I know. How proud am I? I feel so privileged to be standing on that stage with you after 25 years of mm. building this, you know, organization with all these amazing people. Yeah. You know, and sharing the love, sharing yeah. God's love. Yeah. So, I'm thank amazing. you. I feel so blessed. I'm blessed. So, I can't wait for that night. That's going to be fun. We're going to be downtown. That's right. <laughs> J-O-Y, joy. Joy. It's going to be so much fun. In the D. I, I could walk. <laughs> I could walk to the venue. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> or Orlando, this has been a pleasure. No, the pleasure is mine. Um, and uh, thank you for saying yes, and thank you for who you are. Thank you for um, just – we. one of the reasons why Susie and I were passionate about starting this podcast is we also want to remind those – and we have over 10,000 graduates, Orlando, of Reaching wow. Higher, over 25 years. And we want to remind them wow. of a leadership principle, something they learned in class that impacted them because just what you said, life – throws haymakers at us and when we get gut punched like that we tend to forget our true worth we tend to forget that and we need to be reminded mm-hmm. so you did that today thank you so much for being with us thank you thanks I- orlando i don't think anybody out there is going to want to miss this event do you no no y'all huh? show up for this i know join us november 12th at the the, the western book cadillac western, western book cadillac hotel right on washington y'all i'll see y'all there yeah, it's going to be a fun night making a difference yeah. in others lives Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for today's podcast. In today's interview with Orlando, you heard about how Reaching Higher impacts the future by partnering with schools and serving our youth, just as it did with Orlando as a sixth grader. One of my key takeaways from today's podcast is how the leadership principle of being humble and being confident can coexist. I hope that helped you also. Susie, I, and our leadership team, man, we would love to see you at our gala on November 12th, where we will be celebrating 25 years of impacting over 10,000 participants. By attending, you'll not only be inspired, but you'll also help us to continue to reach more students and impact the future even more. Thanks again to the Michigan Institute of Athletics and Reaching Higher Mentor James Gray for just helping make this podcast possible. And if you are encouraged by the podcast, please help us to reach others, and especially our graduates, by liking it, by sharing it. If you're a graduate, we'd love to hear from you and learn more about your story of reaching higher like we heard today with Orlando. Also, if you feel like you're not quite reaching your potential, maybe you're a little stuck, remember, we're reaching higher, and we can help.
You can connect with us by going to our website at www.reachinghigherinc.org. Again, that's www.reachinghigherinc.org. There, check out how Reaching Higher can help you discover the leader within you.